This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, July 17th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are we doing? Doing okay. Doing okay? Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Good weather, for one. Yeah? Yeah, it was just like really mild, really yeah, just quality, quality weather, you know, for, you know, was it mid- mid-July? Mm-hmm. Did you do some grilling on Sunday? Uh, actually, I didn't. We ran out of charcoal. I didn't, I didn't pick up any until <laughs> until today. Took a Sunday off. Kind of, yeah. No, um, it was a good baseball weekend. Uh, we had the, the 82 Brewers reunion in Milwaukee, yeah. and we had the White Sox picking up three tank wins. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we uh, we did have a bad time with Mr. Tyler Chatwood, however... I don't know if you saw that. He uh, he said he exited with a cramp. He notched one out and allowed four runs. Which I think he also hit the DL. Uh, he's yeah, something wasn't right there against the Mets. Seth Lugo did all okay, hit a home run, but yeah, we picked Chatwood. <laughs> we both picked Chatwood. It didn't go great. Uh, you had Jeff Hoffman do not great, but get a win. Mike Fires uh, struck out eleven twins. That was nice. Uh, Charlie Morton walked the ballpark, but had ten strikeouts in five. Okay, but. The hitting side was interesting this weekend. I don't know if you uh, have looked at the spreadsheet, but I picked Gerard Dyson hoping for a steal off James Shields, and I got that. Mm-hmm. And then I had uh, we had Colton Wong on Saturday, and he did not start. And so that meant Brad Zimmer went for me, and he stole a base, so I've tied you up in stolen bases. That base race, uh, off to a quick start in the second half. And then I had Adam Lind get in and beat on the Reds, which is good. But you had Nick Williams get in as your third pick, actually, on Sunday. You had two mm-hmm. guys not making it in. Your backup to your backup, Nick Williams, got in and hit a grand slam against your Brewers. So well, that worked out well for you. Nick Williams was a good pick. I mm-hmm. like that. So it was an interesting, uh, on, on the hitter side for us, an interesting weekend. So, yeah. Is there any other uh, baseball stuff for you from the weekend that stuck out? Apparently Todd Frazier was, was traded and then he wasn't and... <laughs> Now nobody knows what's going on. Everybody knows he's going to get traded. It makes too much sense. It really does, but, you know. To knows? the Red Sox specifically, right? Correct. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was, you know. He's going to be in Boston on August 1st. I, I, I just want the prospects. It's all I care about anymore. Yeah. You don't care. Well, a lot of people want him gone so that Moncada can come up, you know. Once I, don't he's... Think, I don't think it's going to happen as quickly as people think it is. I really don't. <laughs> That's a lot. That's another one people are scared about. But yeah, and the problem the problem with Boston is they have Rafael Devers who just hit AAA and is already being awesome there, and they know he's their third baseman of the future. But it's like just barely too early to like take mm-hmm. him. Yeah, it's kind of awkward spots all around for so, sure. I mean, I think we're looking at you know a couple of weeks of Matt Davidson playing every day at third base before they bring in Moncada. Yeah, yeah, but by the end of the year, surely could be tomorrow, could be September first. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So. All right, well, let's uh, look at some picks for this week, starting with Monday, Matt, the 17th. I wrote five names down. There's honestly not one I really, really like. It's kind of a tough one, a tough day for me for picks. I don't know about you. Do you care about Zach Wheeler at all, getting the Cardinals? I I kind of like him, but not really. He, He's been bad. He, he has been, but I think he might be my pick. It's a tough day. So, like, last time out, six innings, two runs. The time before that, three and two-thirds, two unearned runs, nothing. But the times before that, before he went on the deal, he got shelled, seven runs and eight runs. And so I'm kind of, in theory, he was hurt and he's better now, but there is, like, the downside there that, like, scares me. I don't think that's a terrible pick, but I'm a little bit scared, I'll be honest. Yeah. 
so you're thinking about that pick. There's some other options here. Your boy Ergo Miranda goes to Houston. He's interesting at home against teams that don't hit lefties. That's on the road against a team that kills lefties. Yes. That's a big, big pass. Bad matchup for him. Uh, noteworthy pitcher. No thanks here. Josh Tomlin goes to San Francisco. And if there's an okay place to pitch for a fly ball guy like that, you could think about it. But with their 5-9 ERA for Tomlin, like, there's just not much upside there. He won't get you strikeouts either. It's not going to shock me if he goes six innings, two runs or something, but I assume you have no interest, right? Uh, no, it's a hard pass. I, yeah. I, I, yeah no. I want him to be good enough, but he's just not. No. Uh, our boy Tom Kohler is at home against the Phillies, which I think we would have been all over about three years ago. This would have been <laughs> great. This would have been awesome, but his ERA is literally eight. So no thanks, Tom Kohler, but I just <laughs> we miss you. Not in 2017. Mm. The only other name for me was German Marquez, but he's at home getting the Padres. And so the only thing I don't like here is Coors Field. And I would like to think that the Padres are bad enough that I don't care. But that for me, is it's either a pitcher I trust a little less than Zach Wheeler getting the Cardinals, who have woken up and hit fine, or a pitcher I like a little bit more getting a better matchup, except it's in Coors Field. <sighs> And I think I'm going to go with German Marquez, which is probably, it's scary. But is there anybody else here even interesting to you? I do want to mention Brent Suter. Okay. He's been good so far. Actually been really good. As yeah. They kind of needed him to, to make a few spot starts, and he did okay. And uh-huh. they kind of asked him to, to make another start, and he did okay. And now he's going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. As long as he keep doing okay, like he can keep pitching. But yeah. Two in has been fine. He's been fine out of the bullpen, too. You could do it in, like, a DFS or something, but there's not a lot of upside there, I feel like, either, right? Really? I... We've picked on Pittsburgh before. I've been and, burned by that it, one. It like, didn't go well for us, I take it? Well, we've been like, oh, Pittsburgh's not scary, and then they've kind of blown up before. Um, you could do it. I'm not that scared of them against lefties, I suppose, and he's gotten his strikeouts. Okay, don't. He's from Chicago, and he went to Harvard. Oh, great. All the more reason to not be that interesting. Look at the brains on Brent Suter. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. You're not going to take it, right? I'm going to think awfully hard about it, but I'm probably going to go with Zach Wheeler. Okay. I am I will acknowledge Brent Suter, and if I didn't have to wear whatever he does on a spreadsheet all year, I, I would think about but it. But then again, I have to wear what Zach Wheeler does on a spreadsheet. So I'm going to – you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm calling an audible right now. I'll take Brent Suter. Okay. Give, give me the brewer. That's fine. That's fine. It, yeah, I'm picking the guy in cores because I, for some reason, believe in the Rockies still. But yeah, uh, it's a tough day is what we're getting at. It's a real tough day for under-owned pitchers. It's either too crappy like Josh Shomlin or Matt Moore, or there's a lot of good guys. There's Adalberto Mejia. You don't want him against the Yankees. Like, it's a tough day. How about hitters, though, Matt, for Monday? It'll be better for hitters when it's so bad for pitchers. I, I actually had a ton of options for hitters. Yeah, there's places to go. Yeah, I agree. Let's might as well start with my, my D pick. Mm-hmm. We've got Ariel Miranda on the road in Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for a, a, a righty who can hit lefties, clearly, because Ariel Miranda is, in fact, left-handed, so you want a right-handed hitter who can hit them. Mm-hmm. At 59% owned, my D pick is Alex Bregman. Okay, I can see that. Absolutely. He's a little bit under-owned. Hasn't done a lot this year, but no. he's been showing signs. He's a lot of talent. Like, I'm, I'm not off of him at all, and, you know, he's going to get a lefty. That should be fine. Did you say 59%? Yeah, he's my D pick, mind you. That's a good backup. Yeah. I think so, yeah. He's actually had a bit of success against lefties this season. Mm-hmm. 948 OPS against, three of his eight homers. 
That's you know, six good. stolen bases against lefties. That's unusual. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, next up, my C pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking of the Brewers. Yes. They get Chad Cool, who's in fact yeah. right-handed. I want some of the some of the Brewers lefties. In fact, I want Stephen Vote. Uh, you. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna check. You picked Stephen Vote this weekend. We both did. He didn't get in, so no. we're all good for yeah, Stephen. He, he was an A pick, but he did not get in, so I can still use him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, absolutely. He's what nineteen-ish percent on eighteen. There, eighteen. Yeah. Good guess. Uh, we just picked him this weekend, so it was fresh. Yeah, he uh, he did not get in, but I like that. Yeah, Chad Cool can't handle lefties. That's totally fine. Yeah, and Stephen Volk can handle, can, ha- can handle righties. So. Yep, that's a good matchup. Uh, next up, my B pick. Uh, mm-hmm. The Indians going to San Francisco get Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. At what point does Matt Moore get DFA'd? They're still starting Matt Cain sometimes, so I don't know what yeah, they do with well, Matt Moore. It's a, Kane was signed like for a really long term deal. I don't think Matt Moore isn't he still under like Arb eligible? Uh, he's signed to some one of those like sweetheart race deals like Longoria oh, got, but not okay. as long. Gotcha. So yeah, but so they're not going to dump him. He's signed, but six oh four ERA, one six nine WHIP. That's pretty brutal. That's kind of how things have gone for the Giants. Yeah, it's been bad. He's in fact left-handed. I want righties. Cleveland doesn't have very many, but they do have Jan Gomes at three percent owned. They do. I looked at that. He's been a little bit cooler, but at you know nine percent, that's very usable. It's three percent, but close. Uh, he Pardon is, me. Even better. He has nine oh four OPS against lefties. You can do that. Yeah. Four or five homers. I've picked him this year plenty. I, I like I, him. We've talked about him. I'm sure. Yeah. And lastly, my A pick. Mm-hmm. I'm spending. Okay. Okay, we've got the, uh, the Rangers facing Chris Tillman. Yes, by all means. Again, you know, we've talked about Baltimore pitchers this year. They, they've forgotten how to pitch. I don't know what's going on. It's really weird. It's staff-wide. Yeah. It's, you know, Tillman, Gausman, Ubaldo, Miley. Even Dylan Bundy's gone through some rough stretches, and, too. Yeah, and Dylan, he's probably, he's been by far the best of the group, but he's been rough at times. So yeah. it, it might be time to fire the pitching coach, because we all know that makes big changes. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. <laughs> Either way, I want I want lefties against Chris Tillman. In fact, I want Joey Gallo. Uh, okay, I I like that absolutely. Yeah. Okay, he's he's thirty four percent owned. Mm-hmm. Seventeen of his twenty one homers this season have come against righties. He's an eight one eight OPS, one eight nine batting average. But I I want him to hit the ball really hard. I don't want him hitting. If he's hitting singles, yeah. he's not he's not scoring points. He is not hitting singles. That is something he does not do. He no. whiffs or he hits it out. Matt, you have a very good unintentional segue into my picks. He's my D pick because I'm right there with you. Really? I'm not. I'm not quite spending there, but I obviously endorse it. I also wrote down Shinsu Chu. He's only 19% owned. It's a different type of player to get there. Shinsu Chu. I'm sorry. I would have picked. I would have picked, picked Shinsu, but I think I already used yeah. him this month, so I can't. Yeah. But the point is, any of the Rangers that you like, yeah, you have not used Chu in, in July. Oh, yes. him at the end I, swear of I, I, I swear I thought I used him like early in July. Oh, Maybe yeah. you picked them, but he didn't make it on. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like Gallo. I like Chu. They're, anybody that you can afford in the Rangers lineup beating on Chris Tillman will be fine. My B pick on Monday, I also have Steven Vogt against Chad Cool. I'm right there with you also because... Haven't used him yet. We're, we're going to definitely use him. He doesn't start all the time, but he's useful. But my A pick, Matt, we're overlapping, not today, but like I like Nick Williams again, and he gets 8.0 ERA Tom Kohler. It's in Miami. That's not as juicy, but 1% is way too low for Nick Williams. People are going to be picking him up because, again, he, he's a real hitting outfielder. That's His tool is hitting, and he came over in the Cole Hamels trade, and 
They definitely got room in their outfield for him. He's going to play. So I like Nick Williams. Tom Kohler is not threatening, clearly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, how about Tuesday, Matt? The full slate of games, I literally wrote down three pitchers. I wrote down four. I wrote down Mike Clevenger going to San Francisco. He's 54% owned. I saw, okay, I wanted to make sure we talk about that. Cause I, yeah. I, I could not believe that we lost Mike Clevenger. That, to me, Congratulations to yeah, Mike Clevenger. Congrats, That's you know, I, again... I'm not quite as proud as, as I was when Dallas Keuchel won, won a Cy Young, but I'm pretty proud of him. Yeah, he's a guy that we were like, you know what? Maybe cheap enough with DFS prices to use some time, and now it's like, he's going to San Francisco. That's a good matchup. He can pitch. He can get strikeouts. That's totally fine. Yeah, that's a full endorsement. If you were under 50%, we would both be taking him, I feel like. But uh, we cannot, but you should. I like that just fine. Uh, and it's not even like a O oh, for like a basement price. Like, ZRA's three, and San Francisco can't hit. Like, go for it. Just go for it. So I wrote down three names that weren't Mike Clevenger that I like less than Mike Clevenger. <laughs> uh, I have Sal Romano getting Arizona. This is another Reds guy who's kind of a prospect. It's a little bit interesting. They're getting their young guys some work. Maybe in the right matchup if you were going to San Francisco at home against the D-backs. That's a pass for me, and I assume for you, yeah? Yes. I'm I'm interested in Sal Romano. Can't do this. So no. I'm going to check that box score. Uh, our boy Sam Gavilio is coming back, but he's also going to Houston, and we can't do that. No way. So, moderately interested in Sam Gavilio. No way against the Astros. I assume that's the same for you. Correct. Then uh, Nelson Lamette can get some strikeouts. He's going to Coors. No way. I like Blake Snell a little bit, but not enough to pick him. He's going to Oakland. That could be bad. Bartolo Colon is back with the Twins. Congrats to him. That's exciting. Mm. You don't want him against the Yankees. No, no. way. No. A lot of rough ones here. Doug Fister has been bad, as you'd predict. Dylan Bundy's been bad, and you know what, Tyson Ross. The most talented pitcher here that's under-owned is Sean Newcomb for me, and yeah, he gets the Cubs, which is a fairly scary matchup, but there's just nobody here under-owned enough for me to like more than that, so... I'm going to trust the pitcher more and hope that Sean Newcomb's talent comes out. I don't really like it either. Is there anybody else you like more than this? Because Tuesday is real rough. It is. Some of the names I looked at, Travis Wood is getting a start against Detroit. He's awful. Don't don't pick him. Yeah, I can't do it. Miguel Gonzalez gets the Dodgers. and I wouldn't take just about anybody against the Dodgers right now. Are you kidding? They're... They're monsters. They've won, what, like 28 of 32 or something? I'm, I'm just saying, Miguel Gonzalez is just so aggressively average. If Miguel Gonzalez were going to San Francisco, I'd be like, sure. Totally. Yeah, me too. But we could play a game we're not going to of, like, what guys would you take against the Dodgers? <laughs> and I'm just like, no. Mike Clevenger, who I just said I totally trust, I'm scared of the Dodgers. I'll admit it. They're just they're terrifying right now. So. That's fair. I get it. I, I got one more name for you, and I, I need I need you to be a friend here. Is it Rafael Montero? No, I, no, no, no. I, I, I need, I need you to, to to intervene and stop me from taking this guy. Okay, I don't know who else is on the list here. Adam Conley is is coming back. Oh boy, he's uh he's not on the list I'm looking at. I don't think, but. Yeah, I'm looking at the ESPN schedule, and it has a big old blank for yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, I, 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 I was curious who the teams said that they were actually starting, and 
Uh, Philadelphia's undecided, but Miami is is apparently calling up Adam Conley for that start. Uh, so here's the thing: is the Phillies are bad. They're a little bit better against lefties than they are against righties, but they're not very good against lefties. They're not very good against lefties. I don't have a real problem with that on such a bad day and such a decent matchup in Miami. With, in Miami, too. So it's I I know this is going to end badly, but I think I have to take Adam Conley. Are you going to be a friend and stop me? No, not at all. He's pitched 28 innings this year, and they've been real, real bad. But it's wow. 28 innings. I, yeah. you know, Dylan, if if I ever develop like a, a heroin addiction, I'm not calling you. He hasn't pitched in the major league since May. Like, I'm not worried about it. Honestly, he didn't get he got, he he got actually got off to a decent decent start to the season, but he got, he got blown up twice, and they're just like, you know what, bye. Well, I mean, I'm taking a guy, a lefty against the Cubs. They have a team OPS over 800 against lefties this year. And Philadelphia has a team OPS under 700 against lefties this year. I'm picking the much better pitcher. I, I do believe that. And <sighs> I like Sean Newcomb. But, you know, I, another lefty. There's a lot more talent there than Conley. But you have the better matchup by a mile. This is not crazy. Okay. It's a tough day. I think your upside's really low. I think if you get five innings, two runs, you're going to throw a parade. But it's a tough day. There's just a lot of... It's not even like there's boring picks out there or avoiding. There's not any, like, safe picks out there. You don't want Doug Fister getting the Blue Jays. You don't want Tyson Ross going to Baltimore. Like, it's a tough day. So, uh, again, if you're listening to this show and you're not, for some reason, bound to a spreadsheet like we are, take Mike Levenger. Like, that's a great pick, and we just we can't do it. We are still giving advice to hopefully help people, just not ourselves in our, in our dumb game. If I if I could actually spend money, I would do say like Mike Clevenger, Brad and, Peacock, Brad Peacock getting the marriage. There you go, yeah, Clevenger, Clevenger Peacock. That you know that shouldn't that's not going to break your bank. Yeah, they, there's plenty of strikeout, plenty of strikeout upside. Yeah, I would be all over that. I would do that before I would take Clayton Kershaw going to the White Sox because again they can kind of hit. Oh, stop it! Yeah. It, it, so I understand. I'm not like scared of him going there. I'm just like, would you pay full full price for Kershaw going to Chicago? I'm like, honestly, not a great matchup. And if you're gonna, based on what I saw this weekend, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it might not matter. He might be right. I'm, I'm trying to think what, what what could what could you have Clayton Kershaw do to make this you know more competitive? I think the best answer is make him pitch right-handed. Yeah, which is might work out because the White Sox can't hit righties. So. Oh, that's <laughs> true. But they do hit lefties, so I don't know. Point is, uh, bad day if you're playing under fifty percent, which we're not. All right, Matt, how about hitters, though? Because there are hitter options we can do much better there. What are you thinking? Okay, C-pick. You mentioned the, the, the Braves getting the Cubs. The, mm-hmm. the Braves get to hit against John Lackey. He's back. He's been bad. Yeah. Speaking of a guy I can't believe has been, hasn't been DFA'd yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was good pretty recently, but yes. I understand. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. I, I just I can't believe he's still on the roster. Anyways, uh, at 42%, I want Matt Adams. Yeah, that's a totally fine matchup. 42% still feels low for him. Does that totally? Yeah, 945 OPS against righties, 11 of his 14 home runs, 32 mm-hmm. of his 42 RBIs, and zero of his zero stolen bases. I like that. Absolutely. Uh, next up, my B pick. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Doug Fister mm-hmm. against Toronto. He's, in fact, right-handed. He typically struggles against lefties. I'm tossing Ezekiel Carrera and his 1% ownership out there against Doug Fister's my B. I have no problem with that at all, especially in Fenway. He's 1% owned. Yeah, he's the part of a lineup that is remembering that they can hit. So uh, Seven of his seven home runs have come against righties. Five of his five stolen bases have come against righties. 8-3-2 OPS against. Mm-hmm. He draws walks. He tends to strike out a bit more against... Well, I guess if you look at the percentages, it's... 
it's more against lefties. But either way, 36Ks and 165 bats, it's not terrible. No, he'll be fine. Yeah, and again, part of a good lineup and is 1%. It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah, no. I'm and my A pick, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned Blake Snell. Yeah, yeah, who I think has talent, but has definitely struggled. Your, your cuddle buddy, Blake Snell. Yeah. Uh, he gets Oakland. I want Oakland righties against him. In fact, yeah. I want Marcus Simeon at 19%. I like my, that. Is my A pick. I like that a lot. That is my C pick. That is totally on my list also. Yeah. Marcus Simeon, 19% is way too low. He has pop. He has speed. He can mash on lefties. Yes. Into yeah, it. From, from 2014 to 2016. Well, he's not he's much of a sample size, so I had to go back into his history to see if he could hit lefties, and he can. Uh, right. 20, from 2014 to 2016, 822 OPS against lefties. 19 of his 48 career home runs. Yeah. 10 of his 24 stolen bases. He'll be totally fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm into that. Uh, I like that picking against my boy Snell. It's fine. My, I listed a bunch. I wanted to pick against Rafael Montero, but it's hard to find underowned Cardinals guys. So my D and my E pick. I don't expect to get there. I just want to mention Paul DeJong and Dexter Fowler. Paul DeJong's 46% owned, and Dexter Fowler's 50% owned. Why is Paul DeJong that high? He's been awesome because, he? because he's, yes, he's been, I mean, not like run out and grab him, but he is hitting 304 with nine homers and 135 at bats. Like he's been fine and he's a real prospect. Not like a top prospect, but he's a guy. He's not nobody. Uh, you think about Paul DeJong. He's an infielder. He's not playing first base. He, he's a guy. And Dexter Fowler at 50% feels too low to me. Doesn't seem to you. He's a little bit of a better real life player than fantasy player, but they're hitting right in the middle of that lineup. So mention them. They'll both be fine, whether it's DFS or, you know, one of your formats. See if they're on the waiver wire because they shouldn't be. And then I have Marcus Simeon for the reason we discussed. So my B pick above that, I got two guys I'm not sure if they're going to get in, but I want to pick some Rockies against Denelson Lamette in Colorado, and I don't know that they're going to get in. So I want, as my B pick, is the catcher. Because they're again Denelson Lemon, and uh, he's not very good, and he's having a real hard time with lefties. So Tony Walters should be just fine. He is super underowned. He is great against righties and great at home. Like they are the splits that line up to make him a worthwhile player, which is also why he's two percent owned because he only works in that scenario. Or above that, I like Gerardo Parra, who's also left-handed, and he's nine percent owned, which is way underowned. Problem is, Ian Desmond just got back, so I don't know if Parra will play. That's why he's my A pick. If he's in, I'm all about it. If not, Tony Walters. If not him, Marcus Simeon. So there's some good matchups there. But yeah, lefties against Denelson Lamette are good to go. All right, Matt. Wednesday the 19th, I again only had three names, but one of them I actually like. It's my first pick this week where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm into this. I think it'll be good. Uh, I don't know what you thought of Wednesday, but I want to mention the Montgomerys. Mike Montgomery going to Atlanta and Jordan Montgomery going to Minnesota are both fine. They're acceptable. They're not exciting. I don't see a lot of upside there. I only have the one other one that I like. Uh, Charlie Martin is at home against Seattle, and even though he has his issues sometimes, he's been racking up strikeouts. Like I said, he had 10 last time. I think, for me, that's the easy pick on Wednesday. I don't know if you had any others you liked, but Matt, did you go with Morton? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I'm sorry, I kind of laid all that out there, but I'm like, I don't... Is there anything else? Like, I like Zach Davies going to Pittsburgh a little bit, because if you've looked at his home road splits, yeah. he, he does not like Miller Park. He's actually been decent on the road. I don't know whether I super buy into that, but I am at least 
thinking about it. Dylan, I've watched a lot of Zach Davies starts, and I buy into it 100%. Well, he has a 3.62 ERA on the road. He's 5-0, and and Pittsburgh's not a bad place to pitch. He's just been hammered at home. You could do Zach Davies. I'm not. I don't think that's crazy. That is an option if, if you are like Matt and you buy into that. But other than this, is there anybody else that you like? You don't want Nick Pavetta. You know, no, you I, saw, I, I saw Nick Pavetta this weekend. Yeah, I watched him. He get, he got into an argument with his catcher and then gave up a grand slam. Oh, I'll bet that argument got way better after that too. <laughs> Uh, he did seem to shut up after that. <laughs> oh, maybe he was the one that was wrong. Uh, I mean, there's Martin Perez, there's Tim Edelman, there's, there's just nobody you want, really, I think. Uh, what do you like about Charlie Morton? Is it strikeouts for the most part? That's pretty, yeah, the strikeout upside, and he's a good pitcher. Yeah, it's going to be just fine. Did you like either of the Montgomerys that I mentioned? <sighs> I think I like Mike a bit better. Yeah. They're both fine. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, Charlie Morton, I think that's the easy one on Wednesday. With a side of maybe Zach Davies. How about hitters, though, on Wednesday? Who are you looking at? Okay. I got your entire DFS outfielder here. Okay. All outfielders. Yeah. You've got the Indians, again, continuing their series against the Giants. Yeah. They get Matt Cain. Yeah, like I said, you were like, how can Matt Moore not be be a fade? I'm like... <laughs> well, because Matt Cain has like a ridiculous contract that goes on right. forever. Right. Point is, the the Giants' rotation is bad. Yes. Just let's see what four fifths of it. Yeah, it's it's ugly. Let's see, Kane, Moore, Block, or I'm sorry, Blotch, and the yeah. Shart. Yeah. Who's who has his moments? But yes, you can, you can die for the rest has been real bad. So. Okay. We already talked at length about Matt Kane and the Giants. It's, yes. who, it's who Cleveland has, happens to be facing on Wednesday. Yeah. I want Indians lefties against Matt Cain. I've already taken Bradley Zimmerman this month, but at 4%, mm-hmm. Tyler Nakin is my A pick. Tyler Nakin's back up. Yeah, I have the same thought process as you. It's like, I'd love to use Zimmer. already used him once. Highly recommend. He's yeah. under-owned. But now the other guy, Tyler Nakin's back up. He was hurt for a while. He mashed at AAA. Not mashed, but was more than good enough. Mm-hmm. And now he's up. Yeah, I like this just fine, for sure. Uh, next up, my, my B pick, we've got the Rangers getting the Orioles and Kevin Gausman. Yeah. We also talked about how bad they've been. Yeah. I want lefties there. In fact, I want Shin Su Chu, my guy. There you go. Yeah, I, I like that. You have not used him this month, and he is worth using. Him and Gallo are both a little bit underutilized, so uh-huh. I'm into that. And lastly, my C pick on the other side against Martin Perez. At 0%, I want Joey Rickard. Okay, I looked at that too. Yeah. You know, it's righty on lefty in favor of Rickard. This year, 710 OPS against lefties. In previous seasons, it's been much, I'm sorry, last year it was much more pronounced. Uh, with an 861 OPS against lefties and probably similar sample size to, to the season. So he knows how to hit lefties. And I think he's going to sneak in there against Martin Perez, who struggles against righties. Yeah, I'm into that. Totally. And how old owned is Rickard? Rickard is 0%, my friend. Yeah, I like those. I had, again, kind of similar. Uh, I wrote down Gallo and Chu both because I haven't used them in July as my C and D pick. But yeah, pick on the Orioles. That's fine. I also wrote down Tyler Naquin as my B pick. I'm totally into that because Matt Kane. My A pick, I'm going back to Coors Field. I really like these Rockies catchers when they get in, and it should be a like, fairly straight platoon. But Ryan Hannigan gets Clayton Richard, and you're not believing in Clayton Richard. Remember, like, early in the season when for a second we're like, maybe. Like, no. Oh, I think really. I had to take him because it, like, it was like nobody else. I think we both did. Well, for a minute, it looked like he was going to survive on all those ground balls. I don't think he's going to, even Colorado. Uh, Ryan Hannigan at home and Coors getting a lefty will barely pass. The point is he's 0% owned, so mm-hmm. here's your cheap catcher. Oh, Ryan Hannigan. 
on Wednesday if he gets in. I think that's a, a good 0% spend in course. All right, Matt, Thursday is our last day we're going to look at. It is a short day, and I found four pitchers, uh, which is more than I found in some of the other full days. There are places to go here. Brandon McCarthy, honorable mention, gets Atlanta. He's 55% owned, but I'm fine with that matchup. I don't know about you, but I think that would be fine. My boy Seth Lugo is at home against St. Louis. I think that's totally fine. Again, they can kind of hit, but that's okay. Luis Castillo gets the Diamondbacks. Another Reds pitcher who I'm kind of interested in, but not when he gets Arizona. They're too terrifying. Mike Fultonevich goes uh, goes against the Dodgers in L.A. That matchup, like, again, did I mention I'm terrified of the Dodgers? Yes. Uh, yeah, not happening for me. And our boy Yuli Shasin, we did not pick him last time, at home against Madison Bumgarner. He got the minimum for a quality start, uh, but now he's on the road, and we have talked at length about being terrified of him away from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Getting Madison Bumgarner again, actually. So I'm going to pass on this one when last time it was that minimum of quality start. So I'm actually using Seth Lugo. I don't know if you're also on the Lugo train. There's some other interesting names, but that feels like the obvious pick for me. Yeah, Seth Lugo is my pick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wish there were more things and more places we could go, but on a short day with, again, interesting names, but no good matchups, uh, Seth Lugo should be fine. And it's not a slam dunk because the Cardinals are, you know, playing decent, but some of these guys out of reach for us, like Jimmy Nelson is way up there by now and he goes to Pittsburgh. Are you trusting him most times out by now? Yes, especially against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I trust that for sure. Cole Hamill's going to Baltimore should be fine. If you want to spend for Chris Sale getting the Blue Jays, there's no matchup I'm scared of him with. Even the Dodgers, I'd be fine with that. Would you take Danny Duffy getting the Tigers, or are they too right-handed for you? I would be okay with Danny Duffy against the Tigers at this point. Yeah. And then, of course, Bumgarner against the Padres. So there's expensive options you could do on Thursday. The cheap ones are kind of thin. Mm. How about your hitters, Matt? Are you looking at hitters on Thursday? Okay. Sort of my D pick. Mm-hmm. Actually, my D and C picks. Uh, we've got Francisco, okay. Francisco Luriano who's facing off against the Red Sox. Yeah, you know, right, he's there. Oh, God, yes. My D pick is Sam Travis at 1% owned and Crispy Young at 0% owned. I will tell you that I looked up Sam Travis and I used him on July 1st. I could not pick him, but I, that is immediately where I went also. That is a full endorsement. Yeah. Next up, my B pick. We've got the, mm-hmm. the Rangers in their apparently endless series against the Baltimore Orioles. They get Wade Miley. Yeah. Which means I want Mike Napoli. Yeah, I can see that. I looked at it and didn't pick it, but I'm totally fine with that. His job is kind of reduced now to hitting lefties, but he still does that. He still Absolutely. does that, yeah. 883 OPS against lefties, six of his 19 home runs. Yeah. Surprisingly, zero stolen bases this year against lefties. Yeah, he does not, doesn't have a lot else in the tank, but hitting lefties is still there. Yeah, I dig it. I like that he has nothing left in the tank, but he's like a few years younger than I am. <laughs> well, you ran out of your ability to hit in the major leagues long before he did, to be fair. so Accurate, I suppose. That is true. Mm-hmm. Lastly, my A pick, the aforementioned Julius Chassin. Mm-hmm. He's heading to San Francisco to face the Giants. You know, it's not that different from Petco, I don't think, but it is on the road. Yeah. So I'm going to take Denard Spann at 4% owned as my, as my A pick. I can see that, absolutely. And it's not like the Padres bullpen is that scary either, no. also on the road. So. And yeah. this season against righties, uh, Span has actually been really competent. 807 OPS against all six of his home runs, three of his four mm-hmm. stolen bases. He's even driving in runs and scoring a few runs, believe it or not. He must be the one on the Giants doing that. Yeah, the yeah. one player in the Giants capable of hitting. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Fine. 
Matt, I, this might be a first for us on the show. I'm willing to pick some guys against Felix Hernandez. It's in Seattle, but like I was looking at some Yankees on such a thin day. He's brought his ERA down to lower fours, but there's some Yankees. I don't know. Are you? Would you pick against Felix? He's been bad. I, I, all right, so. I mean, you, I mean, you know, give, give me a name to pick. I, I would pick against him. Yeah, it depends on the name. Your man, G-Man Shea, gets Felix. 1% owned. That's fine. He hasn't played a lot, but when he already has two homers. Or Jacoby Ellsbury's 37% owned. Like, he lost a lot of ownership when he went out with a concussion. He's back, and he runs, and just in the interest of looking for some stolen bases, like, I'm not scared of using Ellsbury in Seattle, are you? No, I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, I think that would be fine. Those are my C and D picks, so not high on my list. It's whatever. My B pick is Chris Young. You you know, same reason you're using him. He's getting Liriana who can't handle. Uh, Chris Young has not been that great against lefties this year, but I, in my head, I'm just taking how bad Liriano's been against righties. I feel that outweighs it, at least in my so, mind. Yeah. It's kind of a unstoppable force against a movable object thing, and I'm like, oh, you're not hitting lefties? Liriano's like, that's okay. I'm worse against righties than you are struggling with lefties. So uh, I'm believing in that property. Wow, D- Dylan going gr- full Gorilla Monsoon there with that reference. <laughs> and then my A-pick, though, I'm much more excited about it. God, I hope this guy gets in. I also want a right-hander against Wade Miley, but it isn't the power. Matt, I'm trying to win the stolen base race. Your boy, I Delino DeShields. You know what? I saw this before you woke up today. I knew you were going to make that pick. <laughs> well, you know why? Because he's been pretty good against lefties this year. Okay. For him. For him. He's like still like an OPS in the 700s, but doable. That's He just needs to get on base, man. And yeah, Delino, they use him against lefties. He runs. He's not a. He's been running this year. I like him against the lefty. He's only 5% owned, and Wade Miley's bad, and they're going to allow base runners. So, yeah, I want the line of the shields uh, going to Baltimore at 5% owned. That is a stolen base in the bag, I'm hoping. And if not, Chris Young. And stolen Delano. base in the bag, I hope. <laughs> I hope. That's been the hardest thing to predict for us this year, I think, which is why we're tied at four on the year. But, yeah, um, I'm going for it. We'll see. Uh, yeah, that should be it for us for the week, though, at least through Thursday. Hmm. Matt, you got anything else for you rolling out of here? Do you want to talk about our bold predictions? Uh, we can, except I didn't prepare them at all. So I, I, have them I happen to have them in front of me. Yeah, let's do a quick-ish rundown of okay, that. I don't, I don't think it'll take long to check off the ones we did. No, 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 just yeah. because it's... it's the halfway-ish mark. Yeah, we're, you know, we're post-all-star break, so I just want to see where we're, where we're doing. Um, yes. We did, you know, Dylan and I did, in fact, share 10 bold predictions like we did last year for fan graphs. Yes, which is when you were down on the line of the shields. And yeah, and we... And, you, and you were right. You were super right. I was, and not only was I right, I, I got to mention the podcast. Yeah, in 2000, opening 2016, he was a popular guy leading off for the Rangers. Yeah, no, he, like, was so, he was like, he had so much helium that it was ridiculous. He was like, being, you're like, to your credit, you're like, he's not keeping that job. And he did not. No. So. I mean, and yeah, not, not only that, yeah, like I, I didn't even say he wasn't, he was going to like be on the bench. No, no. I said he was going down to AAA and he did. So yeah, that, you that, can that guy, the guy that wrote stuff about me on the internet can suck it. <laughs> Yeah, you can go. You won that one. He's I, still oh. useful against guys like Wade Miley. But yes, and he's, having, right. he's having a fine season this year. I just didn't like him last year. Anyways, sure. How do we do? Okay, number one, Matt pick. Rugnero doesn't crack fifteen homers. Makes Gray Albright cry at least twice. He may he's, half of this may come true. 
<laughs> the thing is, so that was the one that in the first few weeks you were like, uh-oh, because he started April insanely hot. Yeah. And then he remembered that he doesn't like getting on base, and he's been pretty miserable. Uh, and you're going to get, what, like a 25-30 homer season with a 280 on base or something dumb? Something like, like that, yeah. If that is, works. It, so. I don't know if that means that he was good or if he was bad, but... Yeah. Okay, well, it gets much worse because there's no way. You know, it's number two. This is yeah. Dylan pick. Carter Caps will be a top ten fantasy closer. Uh, yeah, where's Carter Caps? I don't know. <laughs> That's a big old lift. I was, I was really wanting to come back. If he came back healthy, he would have just taken that bullpen. You know, the job was up for grabs. But he's but he's never coming he's back not. apparently. So he's never come back. It's too bad. That's a that's a gem that we've lost because he's a lot of fun. So <sighs> number th- number three, I'm I'm kicking myself because I was kind of a wuss on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, Wilson Contreras outproduces Kyle Schwarber in every key fantasy category except home runs. <laughs> oh my goodness, it has been so brutal. Uh, as a uh, Wilson Contreras owner, I'm like, oh goodness, like yeah, he's been great, and he's, you know, he's been good. He isn't 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 like blowing it out of the water, but he, um, I think he he's got Schwarber in runs batting average by a lot, stolen bases by a lot. Contreras has 12 homers, two stolen bases, hitting 267. So he's not lighting the world on fire, but if that's your fantasy catcher, you're like, totally. Yeah. Sure. So. And he's been hot lately. Yeah. In his last 30, seven homers hitting 329. So there you go. It's 389 OPS. Oh, OBP in the last month. Anyway, yeah, you were right. You were down on Schwarber, and you were totally right there. Uh, next four, Jose Perez will be Flop City. Yeah, he hasn't been very good. No, he's yeah. not. I was down on Jose Peraza, and not that he was useless. I picked him up off the waiver wire in a league where I was like, oh, yeah. and uh, But no, he does not get on base. He has an OBP well under 300, and he's still run a bit. But, you know, when you're on basing 275 or whatever, it's, you know, with no power, really, by the way. He has four home runs, and that's a juice ball thing. That's not a Jose Peraza power thing. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to call myself mostly right there. All right, number five, Matt. Ryan Healy will finish 2017's top five fantasy third baseman. Uh, I don't know how to sort that. He's been darn good, though. He's, He's in, in my opinion, this this one, you know, this one's coming true. That one's not going to come true because third base is outrageous. Is it? Third base is a real outrageous, yeah. He's got to deal with Arenado, Chris Bryant, Donaldson, Ramirez, Manny Machado, Miguel Sano, Jake Lamb, Justin Turner, Anthony Rendon. Third base is just too silly. So, yeah, you're right that Ryan Healy's under-owned and it's awesome. Absolutely. He's been, he's real cool, but. Okay. He has 19 homers. He has 19 homers. That's great. This is, this is where he's at. Okay. On the ESPN Player Raider, mm-hmm. he is 16th right now. That's not, but he also has 19 homers. That's sixth among third basemen, is what I'm looking at. So uh, he's not an OBP guy. That's fine. No stolen bases. It's look third bases to me, but I will give you props for being on Ryan Healy. He's yeah. a very useful player. That's a corner infield guy. Andrew McCutcheon will bounce back in fantasy. <sighs> he's been better. <laughs> he's been. I don't know. I think I also was like, he's not going to be amazing, but I mean, he has a 382 OBP and 17 homers and six stolen bases. Like that's a turnaround. If you drafted him, you're not dying because of no. where you got him. Yeah. So not a slam dunk, but I You've got him that. as a top ten fantasy outfielder again. That's that might be harder also. <laughs> That's like literally like the last line that you wrote. I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't know that. that one's a lot harder to justify, but uh he's again, if you drafted him, I'm kinda of in the same boat as you there where I'm like, he's gonna be better than people thought, but yeah. not not there. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Malik Smith will be yeah. mixed league ownable by September and steal, steals 40 bases. Uh, how many bases is he at? Let me 12. 
He's at twelve. It's gonna be hard to get the forty, but he's ownable. Honestly, I think he. I think he's probably playing every day from here on out. He could get twenty-eight steals. Yeah, he could. I think that's possible. It'd be a big second half, but I, it is not impossible. Uh, this is a speed guy for sure. You were up on Malik Smith, and you were not wrong there. Correct. So. Uh, next, Michael Pineda and Robbie Ray will not turn things around like everyone hopes. Uh, sad news about Michael Pineda. He is he yeah. is about to get TJ, right? He so, sounds like, yeah. Yeah, that is too bad. Uh, but Robbie Ray, everybody was just so high on Robbie Ray, who's been pretty darn good. So I guess I kind of pushed that one. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie Ray, I'm looking, has 141 strikeouts and 106 innings with an ERA under three. So... That's a, a strong push of right on Pineda, wrong on Robbie Ray. So, okay. That, that one I like wanted to make more interesting and not just being down on one guy. This next one this next one is is going to make me angry by the end of the year, I think. Okay. Lance McCullers has a better season than Corey Kluber. Uh, so McCullers has been awesome. He's been real good. But Kluber is also it's a tough one. Oh, see, what made me like super optimistic is that Kluber actually went, was on the DL for like a couple weeks. Yeah. And I was convinced, like, okay, this is where, you know, McCullers takes it. And he's been good. He hasn't been better than Corey Kluber. Yeah, but no. So, again, that's kind of a technically wrong. You, the intent that you had was on the right track. Because that's the thing about bold predictions is you're just trying to note who's underrated and overrated. Accurate. Yeah. And so you were right that Lance McCullers was underrated, but your prediction won't come right. So, okay. I understand. And lastly, this is number 10. Eight of the nine Red Sox of every position players will be <laughs> fantasy relevant. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was, that was. <laughs> the guys you highlighted, okay. Pedroia, Benintendi, Betts, Ramirez, Bogarts, and Bradley were all givens. Yes. Even though some of them have struggled. Yeah. I, I think Bradley's. I, I don't know if I can call him mixedly ownable. Ben Intendi hasn't been great either. Double-digit steals, double-digit homers. It's good enough, for sure. But the other guys I mentioned, I, I whiffed a lot there, for uh, sure. Moreland, then, yeah, then you want to talk about Mitch Moreland, Pablo Sandoval, and Sandy Leon. Yeah, so Pablo Sandoval, no. Sandy no. Leon, no. no. And Mitch Moreland, whatever. 12 homers, 42 RBIs. So that's yeah. about what you thought you'd get from him. But again, the problem is the position. Hitting yeah. 251. Um, yeah. So, no, I had the two biggest whiffs. I mean, the big whiff is, of course, uh, Caps and my Red Sox weren't great. But uh, I think that Rugnand one is a pretty big whiff. He's still not been great. But, yeah, I know what you mean. On the right track. But, yeah, that's fun. Fun getting back to that. I don't think we were crazy. I mean, that's the thing with bold predictions. If you bat... 400 on those, 500 on those here. Okay, and I think we were on the right track. And this year, the only comment we got is from SWPitcher42. Love the piece. Yeah, great. Thanks, man. That's way better than people arguing with you about that. Oddly enough, the guy that had all those comments about Delano DeShields didn't uh, chime in this year. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, (laughs) Okay, that was good. We'll check back in on that at the end of the season, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, that should about do it for us, though. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. So we'll be back on Friday, as always, and that should do it. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.